What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Live on Two Wheels. This is episode six, and today we're talking about motorcycle traveling and how it could just change the way you think about motorcycle. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chase on Two Wheels here with my co-compadre, Bo. Hey, fellas. With the hair down. Yes, son, I'm bright. We bring it out. are here for episode six of Live on Two Wheels, and <laughs> are we? Is does everything work? Yes. Everything works. No way. Are you serious? <laughs> God, you know what? I'm I'm glad. Guys. I'm glad. Oh, But my. part of me wanted something to be messed up because you were so hard on about getting that roadcaster hooked up. <laughs> I wanted it to be so messed up. Oh, my gosh. Guys, welcome to the... Uh... <laughs> Oh my God! Welcome to your <laughs> weekly motorcycle live show, where uh, Chase and Bo struggle with things except for after season five. Season we, five. Wait, episode five. <laughs> Chase still can't talk, but we we have audio, guys. So the fact that we're rolling right now with audio and video is crazy. It's a miracle. Okay, check out <laughs> legit. Check out what's different. You're on a different camera. Bo has adjusted his uh his stuff. He's on a different computer. We have a soundboard now. We are getting professional, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is somehow oh, and somehow it's working. Everything worked. We almost changed up everything, every single thing about this stream, and we're still here. Shocking. <laughs> Steve said it must be the last show. You mastered it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things where, like, do you play video games where like um uh, I'll play a shooter game and I'll use like LMGs for a while. And whenever I get to the point where I feel like I'm really good at it, I move on to the next thing. <laughs> I'm like, I've mastered this. I, I'm done. I'm tired of doing well. I'd like <laughs> to no, fail. No, that's exactly what it is. I start getting really good at something and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to use shotguns now. Yep. Like that's literally how I am. So like that's, uh, that's exactly what happened here. Um, so everybody say hey, hey to Bo and his, uh, his beautiful locks. Hey guys, <laughs> you sound so sad. Oh no, Chris C, thank you for the uh, super chat, man. Much appreciated. Um, so if you guys didn't, uh, a lot of you guys hopefully were part of the premiere that we just did. Uh, we you know showed off our uh our Tiger eight fifty kind of travel video that we did. Uh, Triumph legitimately just like asked us to come out. And uh, that was part of, if you guys were on the last show, or the last show before that, we've been talking a lot about, oh wait, pause, uh, T, this episode is sponsored by Tonnet. Thank you, Tonnet, for sponsoring this episode. We'll talk more about Tonnet later in yes. the episode. <laughs> I am so bad about that. I need to start introing the show like that. <laughs> um, so if you guys have watched the last couple of shows, by the way, we do this every week at the same time, at the same place, so we would love to have you here every week. Um Cole can ride. Thank you for the super chat. Oh, by the way, uh, while we're mentioning mentioning Tonnet, um, so if you guys are new, at the end of the show, we're going to pick a question, and uh, we didn't pick a question last so week. So we're going to do two this time. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, it's Bo's hair's fault. You can blame it all, all on. Oh my! Wow, with the whip. <laughs> Stop whipping your hair back and forth, Jesus! I whip my um, hair back and forth. I bet you will. So last week we for how why, how did we forget to answer a question? I have no idea what happened last. I think we just got in the zone because everything worked. Fine. Yeah. So guys, last <laughs> last episode was the very first episode where everything oh, Moto. worked. Moto marvelous. 
just got out and buy that bow. Go buy the chief. I want, hey, look, I'm gonna be a hundred with you. Be a hundred with us, please. If if I had the money for it right now, there is nothing stopping me. Now I'm I'm thinking about like just saying I got no bills right now aside from mortgage. I'm just like I could probably take on a if you a buy a chief. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Should we do that like stupid streamer thing where we put a um we we put a thing on the of stream the goal? Yeah, we put a goal on the stream and the stream <laughs> yeah, just it'll, it'll just buy take twenty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> we need to find out how much it is monthly and get a sponsor. We need to get Indian as a sponsor. Is what we need to do. Um, that would be so hilarious. Okay, so, hashtag just chief. Um, yes. Okay, back to Tonnet focusing. Uh, we didn't pick two. Yes. We didn't pick one last time, so we're picking two this time. Okay, so tell them about what we're picking. Tell so them, if you go on Tonic, there's links in the description, and you join our club, which is available only in the U.S. and Canada at the moment. Uh, and then you can post. I think we opened it up to memes and all sorts of stuff, but if you use the hashtag, uh, hashtag L2W, and we choose that, then you get a, right now it's a $50 gift card at RevZilla. Yeah, we're going to do two of those tonight. Two of those tonight. And then in the future, depending on sponsorships and stuff like that, we'll be giving away other stuff. Yeah, so uh, uh, I prefer memes. So if you guys can make memes of, <laughs> <laughs> please make memes of Bo and his hair right now. Oh my God. I'll do an extra one. If somebody makes a meme of Bo's hair by the end of the show, I will pick you automatically. Let me go ahead and put that out there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gorilla Biker, thank you for the super chat. Also for the chief, hash we need a hashtag chief for Bo in the chat. I want you to read out loud Motard Magic comment. <laughs> Motard Magic? Motard, Motard Matt. He said, only fans for Bo, and it's just headshots. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. We're staying focused. Yep. We were talking about tigers. We were talking about traveling and stuff like that. Um, so uh, thank you guys for being so active in the chat. We we love... Wait, Jason. Jason from Taunted is on here. Hey. Um. So, uh, our... Oh. What? Did you read what he said? No, I did not. Chat's going a little fast, and, says, I, and I read slow. happy to throw in a $60 gift card for Tonnet Store as well. Oh, snap. We have an... Okay. The best meme of Bo's hair. You can take a screenshot right now. The best meme of Bo's hair gets a $60 gift card to Tonnet. Oh, my God. This is fun. Look at that. I can't wait. I'm now... I'm now excited to time travel. I can't wait to the end of this show. Not, I mean, I want to enjoy our moment here, but like, I'm excited for this. Two of them. Um, two of them. Oh my gosh, throwing down the twosies. So, um, what we try to do with the show is kind of tag it with what's happening with the channel during the week. So, uh, we tried out this whole like premiere, which, dude, it's been a hot second since we did a premiere on YouTube. I feel, I feel like that was pretty fun. If you guys don't know, premieres. It's almost like a live viewing of the video. You can like chat with people while it's going on. I thought it was pretty neat. So uh, we might have to start doing that more often. I agree. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, but since we were doing that Tiger video this week, uh, by the way, Bo, nice job on that edit. I really enjoyed watching it, and I hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed watching it as well. Uh, we kind of wanted to do this like, let's have a live show where we talk about this kind of motorcycle adventuring and stuff like that where 
honestly, like after doing the Tiger trip, it got me thinking kind of differently about writing and, and stuff like that. And me and Bo kind of been like throwing some ideas back and forth, talking about stuff. So, uh, Bo, I'm going to throw it to you while I pull up our show doc and, uh, we can, we can get into this stuff. Um, yeah. So we have been talking extensively over the last, I'd say several months. Yeah, but um, super focused this last couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks, and I think it's because of all the stuff that's been happening between the press events and, and of course, the Tiger. Um, but also, we're nearing the end of a Wreckback rebuild season, and this season has been hectic. <laughs> to say the to least. To say the least. So, we haven't really had any time to, like plan rides or you know just enjoy being motorcyclists and i think all of the stuff that's been happening with our team has really kind of reignited the desire to take trips together ride motorcycles just like old like the way it used to be before we slam packed our our stuff together, and then thank you so much for using the words "we." I really appreciate that. It's it's the royal we. <laughs> it is the royal we, but you know what I mean. So, with the two trips to Arizona with Indian, I, I was reminded of why I got into motorcycling, and with Brian going out to Malibu, and then culminating with you and Luke riding adventure bikes you know from louisiana here it was just like okay the the, it, the long trips like that needs to happen sometime in in our near future it kind of like reignited that like desire to um just enjoy that kind of just get out in the open road uh and enjoy the scenery you know sit down somewhere and just kind of unwind right. yeah and then that led down a rabbit hole of re of research. Right. We've been like watching it. Like I, I if I'm going to be really honest with you guys, the oh wait, pause. Um, the plus rides Ferrari. Uh, <laughs> Hi Chase, I watch all your videos. Thank you for super chat. Um, and I appreciate you watching all the videos. Um, to be a hundred percent honest with you guys, you a lot of you guys probably know I have a very uh, serious passion about camera gear and uh, camera car footage and stuff like that. So if you looked at my subscription feed on YouTube, that's what you see. You see lots of camera reviews and all this kind of stuff. I honestly don't watch a ton of motorcycle videos unless I'm prepping for a, a video or something like that. Um, but, you know, like I said, me and Bo have been talking about all these like motorcycle trips and stuff. And I have found myself watching motorcycle trip videos now, uh, and we're going to talk about a um, motor motor vlogger later in the show, like we always do. Did you just say motor vlogger? Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty Maybe. sure it's a motor vlogger. Did, are you surprised? <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to talk about him later in the episode, but it's it's just you know you start thinking about motorcycling and what it what it does for each individual person that that decides to start riding and stuff like that. And it just brings up some interesting thoughts, and Bo and I have been having some interesting conversations, and we've been saving a couple of them for, for the show. But um, one of the like, so our our whole like stream tonight is going to be talking about like, you know, motorcycling and traveling. Why would you do it? What are the benefits? What are the disadvantages? And all this kind of stuff. Um, and we're going to say what our 
what our most realistic trip we would want to do and what bike we would choose to do. We're going to talk about that later in the show. But um, first up on the show, Doc, what's the point? Why would you choose to travel on a motorcycle when you could travel in a car, right? It, it, a lot of people that don't ride are going to choose a car for traveling because you can store more things in it. It's, you know, you're inside this little box, you got air conditioning, but I mean, Bo, I, I imagine you're going to be on my side with this, but like there is a totally different connection to what you're doing I, I when, will, when you're I, on a motorcycle. A hundred percent. I will say that like bombing the plains and plateaus and mountains of Arizona had me feeling very connected to the world while simultaneously reminding me of how small and insignificant the human race is. Like right. it's these, it's this, it's this grand experience. And then you realize that like, Oh, this is just one, like one millionth of a percent of what is out there. And that just makes you want to be like, all right, well, now I got to go see more. Well, I think what happens, at, especially for people like us, you know, we're in Georgia and we, we get to ride a lot of the year. And, um, you know, the majority of the riding, especially for me, uh, is, you know, my first ride route is the same route. So I'm riding the same route each time. And then the other part of where I ride the most is riding from home to work, work to home. And I think when you start riding the same path over and over again, you just, it's not that you become numb to it, but everything that is happening is expected other than how the cars respond to you. And I think by putting yourself in that position, you kind of just get in this rhythm of it and you forget what motorcycling is. And it, it takes situations like, you know, flying out to New Orleans, which I think I've been to New Orleans before, but I've certainly never ridden from there to Atlanta. And you getting in a totally different situation. And in that case, we were on a different motorcycle. And it's just like, this stuff is, it's insane to, to, to be riding in these new areas. And it, it sounds stupid, but if you stop at a red light and you put your foot down, like you are, like you were talking about, Bo. Like you're connected to the environment yeah. that you're around. Now, Grant, you can stop a car and get out the door, but like you're not experiencing the world that you're in when you're in the car. You're experiencing whatever you're listening to, whatever you're, you, you know, have this like this tunnel vision in a car, and like you're just focused on like what's in front of you, and nothing else matters. Just get to my destination. I zone out and blah blah blah, or whatever the case may be for most right. people. But like on a bike, you're already, you know, 360, your head is on a swivel, you're looking around, you're soaking it in, you're much more active. So the little things that you may miss in a car, like so we, we were riding, um, when we were riding on uh, the tail of the dragon, right? Uh, it was like uh, Matt and... Je uh, Jess or Jen, uh, Delinquicious or whatever from way back in the day. It was like two weeks after the first meetup, that, right. which was the second meetup that you did. And what I noticed was like little things like, oh, you know, this crazy turn right over here. When you're looking straight at it, you can see like the little hills beyond it. And when you look past that, you can see, you know, just openness and like little things like that that I would never have noticed in a car. 
I would have just been like focused on the road, and then I'm 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 at the place where I'm supposed to be going. The the in between stuff, the the stuff that you soak in, is so much more visceral on a bike because of just the nature of being on a motorcycle. You are exposed. You I was are gonna say, do you think attention. it has like? Do you think it has something like the connection you have to what you're doing? Do you think it has something to do with the vulnerability? Of yourself in the situation. A hundred percent. Like you're, if, for instance, if a rock was kicked up on a car, it's going to knock off your car and then you're never going to hear it again. But like with a motorcycle, by the way, I saw the super chats. Uh, Thank you guys. Tyrox. (laughs) Wait, is that actually Tyrox? That'd be hilarious. Uh, That's Snapjack, son. Um, But, and a little stream. Thank you guys for the uh, super chats. I, I think part of that connection that you get from writing comes from the vulnerability that you're putting yourself in to experience what you're experiencing. You know, if you're, uh, if you're riding somewhere and you go by a lake, you actually can feel the temperature change. Have you ever had that? You can that feel happen? the moisture in the air. You can yeah. feel the breeze coming off of the lake. Like you feel the difference in your environment. You're so much more aware of what, what is happening not just in a sense of like I am going from this point to this point. It is, it is. You are the barometer, the thermometer. You're the you know, everything is going through you. Right. And you experience it firsthand. Right. It's. Uh, I, I don't know how many of you guys watching this actually ride or listening to this ride. I, uh, I can tell you. I can tell you one person in that chat who definitely rides. Witnessa. So that little yellow icon. I don't have the chat pulled up, but I'll okay. take your word for it. So she is like, she's like the, like her butt is motorcycle shaped. Like she is a long haul rider. Like what is considered long haul? Let's okay, have that conversation. So she, okay. She was posting it up there. She's doing 48 states in 10 days this summer. How's oh that? Oh my God. How does that? Nope. No, thanks. <laughs> Wait, no, I guess I did four. Like, me and Luke did four in a day in that video. Yeah. So that's, I don't want yeah, uh, to do that. Get on her level, as the kids say. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, she's she's long haul. She's like, she's like the legit. Well, so that's something that, that's interesting that I, I realized. And like, the, these are things you know, but you guys ever have something where you know it, but when you prove yourself it, it's a whole different situation. Uh, so talking about Luke and I's little, I think we did around 500 miles in seven or eight hours or something like that. And it was, it, it made me realize things. One, 850 cc's has never felt so small. So we took these 850 Tigers, you know, it, and it was highway the whole time. There was no like crazy ro- ro- roads or anything like that. Um, but... Honestly, riding those bikes around felt very much like a like a 650 would on the road. Uh, if I'm doing like a first ride or something like that, and um, I think I've been spoiled because my MT10 has cruise control, and <laughs> I don't want to sound like a little b word, but if you're gonna do 500 miles on a lighter motorcycle with uh pillion bags and like the whole like side cases and stuff it is rough like i will say i would have made fun of you before before (laughs) riding a um a bike with cruise control but now that i have 
I'm like a hundred percent with. Wait, wait, what what bike were have you ridden with cruise control on? The it? Chief. How many miles did you put on the Chief that one day when you were out in Arizona or whatever? There, it, it had to have been at least. I think I think that it was like four or five hundred in the first day. Good God! Yeah, so it was you like got somewhere some between three and five hundred. I don't know. I don't remember. We did a couple of stops, so that kind of like messes with the timeline. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't know. What is that? Okay, so that's a uh, different currency, so I don't know. What I don't know what that currency is. It, it doesn't even it matter. It looks but, impressive. Uh, <laughs> what's your name? Hold on. G-Pay? G-Pay, uh, thank you for the super chat, man. Uh, we appreciate it. Mm. Um, so let's go, to, let's go to Norway. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Norway, but it's I'm totally... It's on the bucket list. It's on the bucket list? Yeah. Is it that nice? Yeah. Um, I'll have to look into Norway now. Now I'm curious. But... Uh, you don't realize, you know, you guys ride and, you know, the the throttle does not take a lot of pressure to turn it, but when you're on uh, the highway, I've noticed, because that was the majority of our Tiger trip, it's a lot of just straight line and go. There's not a lot of, you know, turns and stuff like that, and I feel like when you're on a trip like that, it makes you really focus in on tiny stuff, like, like the seats... We got to the point where, like, my butt was just numb, so I was just kind of moving around the bike just for, um, you know, just to have something different happening. But your hand gets so tired just sitting in a position. So I find my, I found myself like over hundreds of miles, like doing all these weird little hand gestures. Whereas, if we'd have just had cruise control, I'm not really it? sure what why. Did, what did what did uh, he call it? It's like some kung fu cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Luke has had some kung fu position. I don't know if it was because of his gloves or what, but he was able to just do like this, and he said he didn't have a problem. So clearly I don't have the strategy down, but I will say it, it really makes you think about what modifications you want to have on your motorcycle to do a long-haul trip. And that's one of the things Bo and I were talking about uh, this this last week about trips and stuff like that. And we kind of came to the realization that almost any motorcycle should and could be used as a long-haul motorcycle. Now, granted, some bikes are going to take different modifications than others, but uh, Bo always jokes on my MT-10 because I've got the tall windscreen, um, I've got the comfort seat, and I've got the two uh, soft side bags. But, you know, like, realistically, I think I could take that MT-10 some hella miles in a day if only we if only we could get a challenger in in the house oh yeah yeah tell them about this idea i think it's a good idea we can we can use these guys as a barometer of should we go down this path i want to do i want to do a video uh like full dad mode and we take a challenger and the mt10 in touring mode and go up and hit charahala have some lunch where is Cherahala again? Cherahala is above the tail. It's a, in my opinion, the tail of the dragon is a tourist trap. The real road is Cherahala. Cherahala is like forty something, forty nine miles of sweepers on the top of a mountain, so you get to see out. Right. I uh, I told Bo that here's I I told Bo that's a great idea, and and we could do a picnic. I don't, okay, I don't know about the picnic idea, but I, I told him use. I told him I would be totally down for this idea, but I want us to go there and we would have to make it there and back in one day. I don't want to do a spend the night thing. I really love spending time with my wife. I don't want to have to sleep without her. So, 
the challenge is no. what it happens when you love a woman, man. Uh, I love so, my wife too, but I, I don't, it's not going to keep me from going. going <laughs> she knows. She knows. I. She knows I'm coming back. She knows that for a fact. <laughs> she ain't got nothing to worry about. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, so the challenge is. Wait, did you say it's a challenger that you were talking yes. about? That's funny. Challenge the challenger challenge. Oh yes. Are we not? Just me? No. Cool. I'm, I'm, okay. I've already right. been there, dude. Right. Okay. You've already had your excitement. I'm having it live on the show. So um, what I, I came up with, I was like, okay, I'll do this. We'll wake up stupidly early, drive all or ride all the way there, ride back, make one whole big video about how each bike does because what what is a challenger? Uh, I'll Actually, you know what? You talk about a challenger. I'm going to bring up a photo, and yeah. that way we can compare it to an so, MT-10. challenger is... Indians performance bagger. It is, it is a touring bike that has been set up with like better suspension. The the, the engine is just the same. Uh, it's a I think they call it the power band or something like that. I have to uh, I would have to look up the actual name of it, but it's a liquid cooled high performance engine with all the all the bells and whistles. But it's also full dad mode, so it's got hard bags, uh, fixed fairing, which I freaking love fixed fairing bikes um explain what a fixed fairing it attaches to the frame and not the fork so you've seen those big batwing fairings on fairings on like um uh, like harleys and stuff right that they sit on the fork so when you turn it turns uh sometimes uh, some people including myself have an issue with buffeting on those things so when it gets buffeted the wind hits it right it does input a little bit into the bike that's just a, a nature of it some of them are more stable than others with a fixed fairing, it's attached to the frame. So just like uh, the front end of a sport bike, that nose sits there and sits still. It does not turn with it. So you can cut through. Like the uh, the Goldwing that you rode. All right, so guys, this this is the Indian Challenger. And I tell you what, those pictures don't do it just, justice because I've seen it in person a couple of times, and I've also seen one of the King of the Bagger versions of it. Uh, it looks great, I in mean, my opinion. I mean, i got to admit, dude, this... This headlight has me feeling like this it's, has got some like Halo vibes. It's got some Audi vibe. With the- does anybody do you remember that thing in Halo? It was yeah. like a little computer that floated around with you. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but this is so giving me those. It's vibes. got that Audi vibe with the LED on the on the side of the headlight. Bro. Uh, this thing is a monster. The dark horse version of any of the bikes are amazing. I mean, I'm not a cruiser guy. We all know this, right? But. But it has upside down uh, front forks, so it's like super stable in the turns. It- so just as a just as a composition point, are you annoyed that there's so much free space over here? Where? Right here, where uh, my my mouse is. Like I want this to be centered. Uh, yeah, so badly. I I would actually have preferred the back end to be far left. And- I yeah, I want this free space in front. Okay, anyway, we're getting yeah. we're getting off topic, but but this is this is their big boy bagger, and the one that they use in King of the Baggers. So, guys, just to uh, to give you guys, so that's what Bo the wants to take. The one next to it, however, oh wait, are these? Oh, they're all, they are two different bikes. That, that is a, a chieftain, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay, the Challenger way better. Challenger, yeah, I just, like the just I, my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cool and, thing it has that uh, chain that raisable uh, screen, uh, like uh, you liked on the um, right Goldwing. Okay, so those that's the bike Bo wants to take. I, if you guys don't know, 
the MT-10, the beauty that it is. Look at this blacked out beast. Dude, this makes me want to black out my MT-10 so bad. You have no All right, idea. You're going to have to keep talking because I've had a giant venti. Oh, yeah, no. I'll gladly tell everybody about your... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, true. If you guys aren't following Bo on Instagram, please go to his latest post and make fun of the Starbucks drink that he made me order him. I was ordering a fancy little coffee thing, and Bo's like, I was like, you want anything? And he he wants this like giant milkshake thing. It Yeah, whatever. So here's the cool thing about Yamaha. No, Yamaha, come on. Here's the cool thing about Yamaha. When I got the MT-10, or when I was borrowing it from Yamaha, they let me put stuff on it. From Yamaha, literally here's everything I have minus the Yoshi uh, exhaust. Comfort seat, frame sliders, soft ABS side cases, and the mid-height windscreen. These four things combined, you don't really need the frame sliders, if we're going to be honest, but the comfort saddle, the side cases, and that windscreen, those things alone, honestly, are about everything the MT-10 needs to become, uh, as Bo calls it, dad mode. Uh, I, I, I think I it looks cool. lovingly, by the way. You, oh, okay. I say that lovingly. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I think, okay, so... I think that the important thing to note in all of this, the idea behind this video and even talking about this stuff, I think it's important to like, like state the very obvious is that we're all itching for the adventure. It's something that yeah. we, Brian has been talking about it. I've been talking about it. You've been talking about it for a while. I uh, do think we missed the, the adventure. Yeah. I, I do you think remember the early days, I <laughs> nope. Like, I up, have forgotten about all of hitting them. Hitting up, hitting up like the varsity, yeah, on a whim, and then just riding around like ten of us. You know what I mean? I. That's one of the things that I I, I feel like the community as a whole misses out on right now because like back in the day, like people would just like f come and meet and hang out and ride around and and you know you go out and you just ride around together right? and i we feel didn't like have communicators or anything like that we just rode no oh god it was back in the day where it's like you just had to wait till a red light and then like you just maybe two people you knew had a, a yeah and you're just yelling at each other yeah if you had a a, a cardo or a, some other bluetooth device you yeah. would be the one at the you'd be like the cool kids like how are they talking together um yeah it was an interesting time so uh Here's here's the things that Bo and I have discussed, or let's discuss. What are the basics you need for any motorcycle to become a uh, a what do you want to call it a, a travelable motorcycle, a, a an adventurable motorcycle? Yeah, you need that. What kit do you need to use to set up a bike for a long trip? I think my MT10 is already good to go. Your, your MT10 bolt, hundred percent. Yeah, your bolt is not. So, no. <laughs> what would you? What would you put on your bolt? Let me go see if I can find a photo of your bolt while you explain what you would want to put on. Yeah. It. Okay. So, I mean. I have no bag. My my bike is literally the most minimal of things. I have gone to great lengths of removing most things. And the only luggage I have is like a half a gallon uh, a swing arm bag. So I can fit like a hat and a set of gloves in it. And that's it. Uh, when I want to carry something that I, I hate wearing a backpack, <clears throat> I will at any cost, not travel with a backpack. Can we just make it clear? Don't travel with a backpack. Yeah, it's you not. Will... It, it's it's it wrecks you. It will wreck you if you if you travel long distances. That you may be able to handle it for longer than some, 
Right. But eventually, but it's going to get there. It's going to weigh on you. It's going to put pressure points, and you're on anything you do that introduces some sort of resistance does contribute to fatigue and fatigue is your is the thing that's going to kill the momentum of the ride period i've done i've done a trip to mississippi on an fc6r with a backpack and about halfway there i was i was done you know right i and and i want to be clear uh, because a lot of people saw that i was wearing a book bag on the uh tiger video um i was wearing a book bag but something that didn't make it into the cut was i uh I had dumped everything in my no, bag. No, admit it in there because you talked about it when he was doing, when Luke was doing that. Oh, I meant like show it. it oh, like, yeah. We didn't show it, but uh, everything is in the it. side cases, right? Right. I put everything because I was like, Luke was uh, the guy that was holding all of our like just in case like shit hit the fan stuff. I was holding all the camera gear to film the the video, so. I ended up taking everything out of my book bag, putting it in the side cases because I had plenty of space. And just the hydration pack. Yeah, I literally Mm -hmm. just put my hydration pack in my book bag. So that was the only thing in there. That's the only reason you saw me with a book bag on. I think think there are two things that are absolutely paramount for starting a kit for traveling. And that is... We got your bolt on screen, by the way. Not your bolt. Comfort for your butt. And... And place for your luggage, however that uh, may be. Like in my case, I throw a net over a backpack on the rear fender because I don't have any like backseat or any connection point, so I just strap a, a cargo net to it and put the backpack underneath. That's not my bolt. It's not your bolt, but Instagram's stupid and won't come up, so I had yeah. to just show people a bolt. Yeah, yeah. But Bo's bolt has a lot like higher handlebars and stuff like that. It's got less things on it, and it's it's low. It's it's not it's not set up for comfort. Yeah, but this will give people a good idea of what bike you're yeah. starting from and So and, I like I just throw stuff on the back and then strap a thing to it so I got a backpack there. I mean, if I'm if I'm being 100% honest, I would want saddlebags on anything luggage space is, is number 1. Cuz the more stuff that you can put on your luggage, you, you have to travel light. And right, smart, 100%. Right. But you also have to make sure that you bring the things you need. And so to accomplish that, some sort of luggage is probably number one. Wind protection would be super great. Earplugs is great. Anything that you can do to remove fatigue points, that's where you start. I the think that's something thing. that we a lot of people overlook is the earplugs thing. And Luke being the... the oh, the three more? Okay, cool. Thank you. Um Luke, being the OG preparedness guy that he was, brought two sets of earplugs. And for a super long trip of all highway, you're just going to be hearing wind noise the entire time. That was clutch. I would have been, I probably wouldn't have been able to talk for a week or so when I got back had we not had those earplugs. So, wind noise does fatigue you. So, what I think we should do then is that, okay, so we're going to play an ad. Okay. When we come back, uh, we'll pick a bike that we would do a long trip. Where would you go and what bike okay. would you pick to do that trip? Okay. And I think that, I think we can pick up after the ad on that. Okay. Let's, uh, in that case, since Bo is making me, I'm not, I don't want to do this. This is Bo's fault. <laughs> we have I'm to. throwing it to an ad. We'll be right back and then we'll pick some bikes in, uh, some travelable areas. Ad time.
What's going on guys? So real quick, I'm gonna show you guys how easy it is to submit your questions for the Live on Two Wheels show using the hashtag L2W. Just as a reminder, if you guys actually submit a video and we answer your question on the show, we will be sending you a $50 Revzilla gift card or one of the other prizes that we will get from one of our other sponsors. So I've got my phone recording really quickly. First up, we're gonna go to the Live on Two Wheels Club over on Tonic. So once you get into there, you guys can see somebody submitted a video of their MT-07. We're gonna hit this plus icon. We're gonna hit the camera icon, uh, take video. At that point, uh, we're gonna be here in the app. We're gonna swap places. This is me actually doing it. Hey, this is me and uh, Chase and Bo. What is your favorite motorcycle and why? Okay. And if, if we say use video, and then we go into this thing and we just say, you just, who can, who can share this post? You can put anybody, let's do only members, done. And at that point, I'm gonna hit a check mark. Now, I'm not gonna post it because I don't want to be selected to answer my own questions, but we want you guys to submit video questions so we can show them here on the show. And that's how easy it is to do that. So we look forward to getting some of y'all's video submissions over on Tonic. And uh, without further ado, we'll go back to the show. Okay. Thank you to Tonnet for sponsoring this show. Uh, we would not be able to buy fancy soundboards if it wasn't for Tonnet. So uh, if you guys are in the region that Tonnet has availability, make sure to click that link. It's in the show notes. And go follow our club on we, Two Wheels. We do have some plans coming up with that club. So What kind of plans, Bo? You can't tease people like that. I mean, maybe some maybe some uh, like super secret group rides and stuff like that. So here's the thing, guys. We, we're trying to be safe, and we also want you guys to be safe. We're kind of wanting to do some like low-key rides that will only have a certain amount of slots in. If you're local, we'll post an autonomous once the – I mean, we, we're talking like five people, right? Like we're talking tiny. Uh but we're going to post those rides on Tonnet. So the only way you guys will know about it and be available to go do the rides is beyond there, beyond part of that club. So thank you to Tonnet for sponsoring this video or this stream. And uh, technically a video. <laughs> it, that's, that's technically going to be a video. If you're watching it on YouTube, we do this live. And I'm moving pictures. We forgot to say in the beginning, I keep forgetting. Uh, currently, we're available on Spotify, live on Two Wheels Show. I feel, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like the coolest guy. So, uh, part of our soundboard, I, okay, internally here, Bo and I were joking. Uh, we were like, how far are we going to get without using the soundboard? Because the new <laughs> little sound thing has these little tracks. Yeah. Um, so, I think this one is an applause. It, is it an applause? I don't know. <laughs> so, we have those, and I've been trying not to use them. So I'm happy that it was Bo that came over here and did that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. All right. So, yeah, we have, you have to pick one motorcycle and you have to pick we take a, a road. Where are we going and what bike? Okay. Yeah. So make it realistic. We're not talking a dream trip. We're talking no, like, no. I, like we might actually do this one day. And it doesn't right. have to be me and you. You could pick whoever you want. You could take your dog. It, it could be me if you want it to be. Buddy. Okay. Um... I'm, I miss riding with you, because that, that's how it started out. How sweet. That's how it started out. What, 10 years ago now? Long time. Um, I immediately, without even thinking about it, it would 100% be 
a Chieftain Dark Horse. Okay. So the bike that you're currently drooling over. No. I thought that was the bike you're drooling over. No, that's the Chief. Oh, my God. These names are too close. <laughs> the Chieftain is the uh, fork-mounted fairing bagger. It's like the the entry into the heavyweight uh, cruisers, the touring Wait, motorcycles. Wait, so that's the one you'd pick? It Because it has... Uh, it has the Thunderstroke motor, which I love, but it also has big old cases, little dump truck, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's got a built-in radio. It's got the five-inch screen or the seven-inch screen with like the ride connect and all that cool stuff that I love about what I had on the Chief. Okay, but great wind protection, or a movable windscreen. Right, like it's floorboards. It's all all set up for a long trip. That's what I would choose for the the trip. Okay. So uh, what trip I, are, would you I go? want to go to the Grand Canyon. Interesting. Okay, so we're we're talking super realistic. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon. Is yeah. there so is there like a like I, I obviously I know what the Grand Canyon is, but like, is there like a specific road around the Grand Canyon to ride or so that's or, just a destination because I want to see it. Uh, cause I've, I've only, I've only seen it once and I was real young, so it's not burning my memory, but the trip that you can get to that place, like getting there and going like snap, I've got a selfie at the freaking, right. that that's cool. But all of you're going through, like once you get past like the Midwest, you start getting into like old country looking stuff. That's what's one thing about Arizona that I noticed was like the... The best part about the tail of the dragon is not the tail of the dragon. It is the lookout at top when you're standing there and you look out and you're looking at Middle Earth. There's <laughs> middle. No, I believe you now only because of nothing. that photo you posted. There is nothing there, and you just look out uh, amongst the you know miles of empty world that is untouched by humans. I'm trying to set the mood for you right now, and so. When you look at a place like that, that's cool. I want to see that. That's grand. That's why they call it that. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because it's grand. Got it. It's a but, canyon and grand. But the once you get past that middle of, of America, you have so much stuff like deserts, uh, forest. You have mountains. You have uh, you like snow-capped peaks. Like there's all these different types of biomes that you'll pass through. Like the environment is so rich and untouched in a lot of those places that if you wanted to, you could take a trip all the way to the Grand Canyon from Georgia and not hit civilization except for in the major cities that you're passing through. Hey, bro, bro, on the on the top ten things of Chase is never going to do in his life, uh, bro, no balls. Let's do it. I, I don't have any balls. Are you kidding me? We'll Absolutely not. Take the swag not. way over there. Just okay, well full maybe, send it. D- dude, no, you'd know I would die instantly. Um, so Grand Canyon. Okay, I, I, to be honest, oh hell, hell no. Are you kidding yeah. me, bro? <laughs> Can we? There, there is not a good enough no on this planet for me to do be, that. It just be Chase vomiting all the way across. <laughs> yeah, this guy running <laughs> back is me. Oh, that's just Chase vomiting because he just realized death was staring him in the eyes. Oh my God! Yeah, that would be it. And 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 like I said, I would plan the route, which is important. A lot of people think like seat of your pants kind of riding is good. That's fine. But 
having a plan and making sure that I'm planning stops along the way to really experience right. that trip is more important than just going to the going to the Grand Canyons uh, so I can check it off the list. Kind of right. like doing the Tale of Dragon was. Well, so but the, it's the in betweens, right? Th- so that, that's a that's a point we were talking about the other day. Well, before was, you go, can we go on to that point? Yes, you pick. Oh, okay. We'll talk about the in betweens in a second. Yeah. Um. So, in my in my head, what I would want to do is fly to uh to California. I want to take Heather. I'd want to pick up a Multistrada. V four, not the um, not the Pike Speed because I don't want the Olin suspension. I want the Skyhook. I would want to fly to like somewhere in Southern California, and I would want to just ride the coast all the way to like oh. the top. So because imagine imagine the the difference you're gonna see. Like obviously you're gonna have coastline on your left the whole time, but like I want to see them like big ass trees and stuff. Bruh, I think it would so Pacific Coast Highway. I think is what it's called. No. So you'd have the ocean on your side at all times, right? That's pretty cool. Pacific. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna look up Pacific Coast Highway and look at images because okay, a hundred percent. Hold on, fam. Hold the phone. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Yeah, brother. Bro. I'm so down. here's the thing. Here's why I would choose something like this. One, because it's going to be a super long trip. I think the Multistrada is going to be totally fine. We would definitely need side bags. We couldn't do a back um, a back case, obviously, because Heather would have to sit in the back. But a Multistrada is so big that it'll we will be able to eat highways up. Yeah. It's not going to – like there's going to be wind because we're going to be on the coast. Um, also, this is a big hell no. Bro, can you imagine riding and then you're like, oh shit. Oh, ah, and it's sin. past a turn. Do a kickflip. Okay, so <laughs> nope. All right, we're just gonna go back to positives. Look at the bridge. I, I don't know if I could convince my wife to do the trip with me. Uh, well, I don't know if I could convince Heather either, but like here's I, would, here's I would love to go to the Grand Canyon on a chieftain right. and have her on the back of it, but I don't know that she would she would do it. Well, so the reason I chose this specific route thing is because I think it will high. It'll raise the likelihood of Heather being able to enjoy it yeah. because it'll just be highway and beautiful scenery. Yeah, yeah. We'll be on a big motorcycle, so she'll be super comfortable. I'll be super comfortable. We'll have these side bags. Yeah. Another thing that's super important if you're going to have two up or a long trip is the Multistride has a very upright body position, so we would both be able to sit upright because if you're leaned over at all, you're going to have a rough time. Uh so I think that would probably be like just and, and obviously it would have it would have to take a couple days. I wouldn't want to rush it. I'd want to be able to like put some cruise control on and just enjoy ourselves and make stops whenever we wanted. Like I think the stops is it, it, we both said this in in our trip, and I think that's an important. We were talking about that earlier, so we should talk about that now. Yes, definitely the in betweens, as we've been calling the in betweens, which sounds like a thing out of an '80s horror movie. Maybe it is. Who knows? Um, I I think that that is more important than like okay, we're gonna like pull the cliche bucket out, right? Oh, we need a cliche button. Yeah. Is there are any of these a cliche button? No. Oh well, damn. Um, I think that the it is the journey, and that's the whole point of a motorcycle. Is it's the journey? It's the I can ride with a group of people 
and say nothing to anybody. And then when we get to the next stop, the first what's the first thing you do? Yeah, you get off your bike and you be like, "Oh my god, did you see blank or did you yeah. blank?" And then you get to decompress. You so much of your energy and your your mental space goes to focusing on the ride and enjoying it and like all your all your senses are tested. Right. That when you get to that next spot, everybody has experienced that in their own way and they get to all just like hit the decompression button, let it all out and share the experience. And I to, and I, I mentioned this to you. Was it this morning or yesterday? One of those. That like that that is the whole reason that I got into motorcycling. It has nothing. To, it could have been anything. It could have been bicycling and mountain biking. You would not be a, a, but a the, mountain biker. Let me just go ahead and ruin but the that community dream aspect and the sharing the shared experience of the trip. Right is what made me get a motorcycle, a, a street bike. Well, so here's so this is what me and Bo were talking about the other day about these in betweens and how, you know, when you're riding a motorcycle, you <laughs> your objective is to get from A to B safely, and that is that will max out your brain capacity the vast majority of the time. But there's this weird thing about the motorcycling community where you know that kind of talking about before Bluetooth headphones when it was kind of like you make hand signals to everybody. Nowadays you got Bluetooth and stuff, but uh, it's it's kind of this thing where it's this, you experience this thing, you know, riding from A to B and that ride in between. And then when you stop is when you get to like, like Bo was saying, decompress, talk with the other people and be like, did you see this crazy thing? Did you see that restaurant with a spider on top of it? Like, you know, it's whatever. Everybody experiences those things in their own way and they get the stew in it the whole time. So when it's like, my favorite part is getting a gauge for how other people felt about that same thing. Because they may have experienced it in a totally different way that kind of opens my eyes to another way of thinking about that. Right. This is something that I've always found interesting, um, especially back in the days when I used to go to the mountains all the time. If you said you were going to go to the mountains and ride all day, what that meant was you were going to go to the mountains, you were going to ride to the top, you were going to get off at the mountain and like talk with your friends a little bit. Then after, you know, get some, get a snack, get some hydration in, you'd go ride a little bit and then you stop again. So like motorcycling is like, Half we spent half our time at the hippie shack. Yeah, it's like you, <laughs> you spend half the time sitting there, like talking shit with your buddies and whoever you're riding with, and the other half of the actual experience is the actual riding part. And uh, that got us to thinking: could that be one of the drivers that makes that made moto vlogging, you know, moto vlogging this YouTube thing that a lot of people do these days? Could that be one of the drivers of that? Because you have these people, you know, if people are like me when they started riding, they didn't have friends that were riding with them. You didn't have friends. I didn't have any friends. Um, but you don't have anybody to share that experience with. Yeah. And naturally, as I feel like as a human, you you start riding, you you realize what riding does for you mentally. And like the first thing you want to do is like share it with people. Well, when you when you experience something alone. It dies with you. Like that experience dies with you. Nobody else in the world, and that, that's not necessarily a bad thing because some things you can take to your grave and be a hundred percent okay. And like that was your experience. But there's just like the natural inclination towards sharing experience. It's a human right. thing. And so like not being able to share it with people means that like once you're gone, that experience is deleted from the world. 
So like sharing it via a video even, you get people to like comment and say, oh man, I love that. Have you tried this road? Oh, when I went there, blah, blah, blah. You know, like that that sharing of the experience. I 100% believe that's how it all started. Right. Is being able to share that experience with other people since I, you know, we had no friends. Right. Also, <laughs> Heather brought up a good point, and uh, she said, and your experiences can also influence you as a person yeah. moving forward, too. So yeah. um, we kind of... We've been kind of like meta-ing out this week on like talking about basically like basically what it boils down to, Chase, is we need to take a freaking trip. I mean, you guys know my rule. I want to be back by nighttime. That's it. <laughs> no. What we're gonna do is we're gonna choose a weekend. Okay. And that sh- that the missus doesn't have a wedding. Okay. We don't have a wedding. Well, but yeah. You know what I mean. We're uh, a butt pause. You, My we, wife is a wedding photographer. That's We shoot weddings a lot. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. So uh, we need to figure out a way to get that to where she can come with, and then we have a follow card. So we can put all her stuff in there, and then it's, then it's go to a, ca- a campground or a cabin or something for the night. Come back the next day. Uh, I love you can bring this. The dog. I love this, but uh, Heather brought a dog. <laughs> Heather brought up a good point. She's too much of an MVP because the, the girls booked up almost All right, every. So weekend. it's not a weekend. <laughs> so it's a week. It's, it's a, a week. A weekday, and then we film it, and that'll co- that'll cover our ass. Okay. Well, fair. Okay. So I love this I'm idea. <laughs> Here's the warning: we have eight minutes left, and uh, we haven't answered any questions, and we haven't talked about right, so, Teapot One. All right. So yeah, quickly. <laughs> Let's go to it. Because okay, let's let's answer questions super fast, but we got to be well, super so fast. There's no questions, and that's what. Oh wait, then, yeah, not questions, but tonic stuff. Well, we Hold have on. Some questions, but we have a couple of memes. Um. Uh. But hold on, I'm getting on tonic right now to yeah. look at this. <laughs> oh God, if there's a meme, it's an auto win. There's several of them. Uh, <laughs> we have to be <laughs> Loria. We have to be mindful of uh, people who have one. Okay. Oh my God! Yes, these are great. Wait! Oh my God! There's so many. You guys are so great. Oh my God! Okay, which one do you think wins? It's your hair. I'm I'm a fan of of Bowlander, but uh, also there was one that says Bo is going through some stuff. Why did you have to leave me? And I look so upset. So, oh my God! But it's it's a I I'm leaning towards Bowlander because I'm a I'm a huge Zoolander fan. Okay, we'll do <laughs> we'll do Bowlander. We'll do that um, one, and then we do have a, a a couple of questions. Okay, but um, the most recent one that I like. Okay, where was it? I had it. I had it saved. Cole can ride. Post a Kawasaki and then photo of Bo Kawasaki. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, okay. What's which one? Did, which other one are we picking to win, real quick? We did. What was it? Eric Couch, I think. Yes. Yeah. What are thoughts on the best bike and the most comfortable to ride with having a passenger? Definitely not a super sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've ridden on the back of a super sport. It sucks. My wife rode on the back of my sport bike. It was less crabby. Yeah, I, I think when you guys are... Your MT-10 would be great. My MT-10 would be great. When you guys are thinking of a bike to, to ride comfortably with two up people... Or, think about your body position because that dictates the person behind you. Yes, so Heather can vouch for me with this. When you're on like a super sport, everybody's leaned forward. It's not comfortable for anybody. You want everybody to be upright, a comfortable seat, and you 
want to have it, it might sound counterintuitive you want to have a bigger motorcycle because it's going to handle the weight of two riders much better yeah so an upright uh, body position important. big seats a uh, little bit heavier of a bike it doesn't matter what kind of bike it is uh, like i said the mt10 would be great because it has a big flat back seat right and the body position is is up yeah, anything with an upright body position that's pretty big is going to yeah. be a, a good move for yeah. for that. And so, uh, thank you guys for so, um, so that submitting was, that stuff. That was Eric Couch and um, and Whiskey Tango Charlie's. <laughs> okay, so we don't have so we don't have too much time. So how about both of those people win fifty dollar Revzilla gift cards and sixty dollar uh, Tonnet things? Go for it. Can we just do that? Yeah. Cool. Because I want to talk about Teapot One real quick. Yeah. Um, okay. So if you guys have never watched before, before we do that, though, oh god, real quick. Yeah. If you aren't subbed to Whitmeza and you like adventuring, go sub to her. Okay, she, boom. She does it. All right, cool. Boom, done, done. So, uh, if you guys have never watched a live show, we kind of like to end the live show by supporting other uh, content creators in the motorcycle space. One guy who has done something that I think is incredible. His name is Teapot One. I was actually on his podcast like a year ago. Uh, he has a podcast called Brew Time. He basically interviews motorcyclists. Um, I want to bring up his page and show you guys a very quick kind of video. We talked about a couple of different people, but this one kind of stuck out because of the style of bike. Yeah, but I, I think I wanna... the other one that we were looking at, of course, everybody knows, is uh, Itchy Boots, who does crazy travel stuff. But most people are already subbed to her. Okay, so you guys check. Hold on, check this thing out. So, Teapot's thing. I'm, I'm pulling the video up right now. Um, this guy uh, traveled across the entire planet on a Gixxer 1000. If you guys don't know what that is, that is a super sport. And it's the superest of sports. Th it is the superest <laughs> of sports. No, granted, it, no, the superest of sports would be an R1. Yeah. A Gixxer is a more comfortable option. But I, like, you're more comfortable. At like it's that there's a scale, but you're past the end of the scale. Right. Once you get to a certain point, it's like oh, all yeah, of you're, them. you're in the dumpster. Oh, this fire. is marginally more comfortable than the the R one. Yeah, like, yeah, you're a hundred. You're hundred percent in the dumpster. Crunched fire. up like a a used napkin. Okay, so here's what I want to do, guys. I we don't typically do this, but I want to. He has like this motorcycling around the world uh, video. It's only three minutes long. I would love to watch it with you guys because, like, it is so inspired. I turned that down just while I was prepping the video. I was ready. Um, but uh, this thing is so inspiring. I forget how long it took him, but he took that motorcycle around the entire planet. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, Teapot's videos have been the ones I've been watching all week, and I'm just like, bro, that's crazy. I don't think I could ever realistically do it, but I'm going to put some headphones on. And I want us to have like a little watch session real quick because like legit, I'm not going to lie. I'll watch this video. Got goosebumps. So I want to watch it again. Okay. So I'm going to, we're going to up this volume and uh, we'll have a link to Teapot's uh, page in the uh, show notes. If you guys want to go check him out, I highly recommend it. Dude is absolutely super legit. And I, I really enjoyed having him or I was on his uh, podcast. Maybe we can have him or have him on. We want to have other people on with the show. We're getting close technically. So yeah, here we go. Look at this road. Look at this road. Ugh. Road the Jixxer on this road. How insane is this? Dude, a river crossing in a in a a mountainous and where are you? 
Do you even know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I honestly want to have, I want to, him to come on our show just so we can talk about some things because like, you know, why do you hate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like we're not going to get into it. We don't have time. We're already over time. But yeah. like you can watch these videos and the same thing happens when you watch documentaries. You're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. But there is so much that goes into literally putting boots on the ground and doing this. Yeah. And like, how do you? I, I, there, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much I I wanted to know. And when I was on his podcast, I was asking him some of these questions. But like, you know, his podcast was about me. I didn't want to be asking him the questions the whole time. But like, I, I have just so many questions. Not that I'll ever do it. Yeah. But it's especially not on a freaking Jixi. It's yeah, right. But it's fascinating that this is a thing. It happened. The dude literally did it. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. And, and by the way, he recorded the whole thing. He has an entire like, a documented process. So wow. I, I I haven't had time to watch through all of it. Yeah. But I would love to watch through that. From London, circling around back to London. And here's the cool thing. We've all probably heard of the long way round and the long way down and stuff like that. That's cool and all. But, but like yeah. those are celebrities. It doesn't I'm sorry, it does not count. When you have that kind of clout and you have people This is like Bear Grylls, like I'm roughing it and then you're like, No, you're not. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're you're Bear Grylls and you have an entire camera crew that are with you. Yeah. Les Stroud, where they would uh, Survivor Man, you ever watch that? Yeah. Dude gets dropped off in the middle of nowhere by himself. This guy, Bruce, did it all this himself. This guy is this guy is the Survivor Man. To the the other guys, like the famous guys, Bear Grylls. Right. Like that's what it's, it is. It's honestly what it is. I am so impressed that yeah. this guy had the ability to put all this together. He's got a great story about his mom was passing away, and she was like, you know, live your life and stuff like that. And that's one of his mottos and stuff. Yeah. Cannot recommend this guy enough. He makes such good content, and he he's still making content and did this. It just mind blown. Um, Another one to check out. Is itchy boots for that itchy boots? Our our audio should Every, be okay. Everybody here. everybody already knows, and they've been saying in the chat. But itchy boots has got that same kind of feel. It is doing it on the polar opposite end of a two fifty. Yeah, it's uh th these people that are able to travel like this are impressive, if anything. Okay, we made it to the end. We only had light audio issues. We will figure out a way for people to be able to see or hear the audio that we play. I don't know why we've tested this and it didn't work. We tested it literally just now. We yeah, we did. We were like, does this work? It does. Sweet. We won't worry about it. And of course, we should have worried about it. All right, guys. Uh, that's gonna be it for Live on Two Wheels episode six. Thank you guys so much if you're watching live or if you're listening. Uh, we are available on Spotify. So uh, that's it for me and Bo. Somewhere in the Indian shirt. Is it? He threw away every other shirt he had. He was like, I have an Indian shirt now. Oh my god. Bo's trying hard to get that Indian sponsorship. I love it. Uh, guys, I'm Chase on Two Wheels. That, this guy, is Bo with a hat. Uh, we appreciate you guys watching the show, and we will see you guys back here at the same time, at the same place. Uh, just as a reminder, YouTube has been treating this channel like garbage this entire year. If you guys don't get any sort of like notification... There were people that said that in the chat. Really? Yep. Oh my God! Just make sure you're, uh, you know, 
uh, interacting with the videos and stuff and commenting and, and helping us get back in the algorithm and, you know, making sure you're, you got your notification bell on and stuff and just right. do your, your jobs to help us, to help you enjoy <laughs> our content that we get to make for you. But really it's also for us because we enjoy what we do right? and we want to share it. Yeah, it's uh, YouTube's been funky, man. So if you guys just the best thing you can do is put an alert in your phone Thursday nights. Come uh, do live on two wheels. We're gonna be here whether YouTube tells you guys or not. Yep. Uh, so thank you guys for watching the show or listening to this, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. I uh, am now going to find our outro card and play it. Yep. Bye, guys. Yep.